0: Hi, this is Dr. Meg Hayworth, holistic psychologist and nutrition strategist, and you're listening to Get Well Soon podcast series, the show that explores how to heal yourself with food and the power of the mind. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Meg Hayworth here, founder of the Get Well Now Wellness Coaching Programs, offering transpersonal psychology and holistic wellness for abuse survivors with chronic illnesses. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and please take a moment to leave a comment on iTunes about our show, and please share it with anyone whom you think may benefit from this conversation. So there are a ton of other shows for you to listen to in health and wellness, and um, I've interviewed a lot of amazing thought leaders like J.J. Virgin on traumatic brain injuries, Chris Wark from Chris Beat Cancer on what everyone needs to know about cancer, Wynne Claybaugh, uh, the owner of Paul Mitchell Schools on the healing power of being nice, and a ton more great shows to help you get well. And today's show is, I'm really excited about this because it's one of I think it's kind of overlooked in healing, um, and it's about creative expression through art as a means for healing. Um, uh, It's with a creative artist whom I admire greatly. Um, She has a longtime background in television, film, and theater, but most especially a deep and abiding love for Shakespeare. Um, Louisa Rossiger has spent the last decade working in scripted television as a writer, producer and development executive and has worked with some of the most prominent storytellers and artists in today's TV landscape. She teaches ongoing Shakespeare and creative writing classes in Los Angeles. Her vast knowledge of theoretical, or I'm sorry, her vast theoretical knowledge of story and mythology combined with a lifetime study of Jungian psychology and dream work has yielded a powerful multi layered approach to the creative process, which addresses all levels of artistic creation. Louisa is an executive producer of Will, a TV series about the life and times of William Shakespeare, which premiered on TNT this summer. Welcome to the show, Thank Louisa. You so much. Well, That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. you here. Yeah, I've actually, um, for listeners, I've known Luisa for a number of years now. Um, we travel in the same friend circles. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, yeah, and so we're we're friends, and uh, we recently had this amazing conversation in a coffee shop, and I was like, "Oh, I wish we were recording this now." <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I wanted to share it with with listeners because I think, um, as I said in the, the intro, that it's an overlooked. Um, or it's not that talked about, I think, um, way of expressing yourself of moving through healing. And what came up in our conversation that was really interesting to me was, you said that you had used Shakespeare for many years as a way of getting you through the tough times. Can you talk a little bit about how that happened for you and and what you did? Yeah,
1: sure. Well, since I kind of Grew up with Shakespeare, and um, and my first profession was being a Shakespearean actress. Um, I think Shakespeare was just a thing that I always went to whenever I was going through anything, and the reason for that was that there was, you know, you really don't have to look that far in the in the Shakespeare canon to um, to to find a piece that that speaks to your life whenever you're going through something. So. For me, I think the the, mm-hmm. the first step really was to to feel like there was somebody out there who understood what I was going through, and was able to um, mm-hmm. express it creatively, and and then I think the second part of it really was that for me, at least when when I speak poetry, when I speak um, mm-hmm. Shakespeare, I there's like a, a there's a two part um, thing that happens, and the first thing is that I feel like I can express myself in a way that's really clear and where maybe because it's something that isn't entirely me but feels very close to me, I have a little bit, enough of a distance to be able to um, really let my emotions rip through it. And secondly, I think also, because it's, in a way, it feels like it's me but it's not me, I discover a layer of it that maybe I hadn't mm-hmm. seen before, which then kind of leads me to the next level of um, my own experience and the next level of where I kind of need to go to to
0: overcome or transform whatever mm-hmm. it is that I'm going through. So, When you say it's me, but it's mm-hmm. not me, can you go a little deeper into what sure, you mean by that? Sure.
1: I think um, anybody who's a genius like Shakespeare is um, – Sure. <laughs> yes, I think we're going to agree on that. Um, but you know, most poetry that resonates with you, most art that resonates with you, is really tapping into this universal quality of what it means to be human. Um, and this is why I personally think that art is such an important tool um, and such an important aspect of of healing yourself and really, you know, um, uh, self reflecting. Uh, Yeah, because it really taps into this universal pool of what it means to be human, um, for better or worse. There's no judgment about Mm -hmm. it. There is like a real mirror of the things that you're going through in your life in great art. And so you get the sense that other people have been here before you. You're not alone. And maybe um, you can also use your own experience to create something that, that will matter to other people.
0: Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, it's it's interesting. I think a lot of people write off Shakespeare as being mm-hmm. too difficult to understand because of the the language sure. yeah. um, and the time frame it was written in. Do you ever? Does anybody ever mm-hmm. say that to you? Mm-hmm. Like, how? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, what do you say about well, that?
1: Well, um, a lot of people obviously have to work a little bit to to maybe understand the language. Like anything else, it's something that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't you know it's not easy to understand at first um however the 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 common um misstep with shakespeare is that you teach it to people um off the page so you teach it as something that people read okay. to themselves they don't read it mm-hmm. out loud they just read it in their heads and then you discuss mm-hmm. it but shakespeare was meant to be spoken aloud so the minute you actually mm-hmm. speak it aloud, you will find, um, I'm pretty sure most people will find that it makes a lot uh. more sense. And, um, okay. and yeah, so you know, the minute you kind of get up on your feet and you're actually, um, you're speaking it to other people in a dialogue and discovering mm-hmm. what you're saying as you go along, there's, there's a whole different there's a whole different picture to it and there's a whole different way of understanding okay. it, you know? And the thing that's so interesting okay, about that makes it sense. is that, um, and I won't go too much into detail about this because it's quite nerdy, but,
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm all about the nerd. <laughs> <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> I have a lot of yeah. a very, very bright people that listen to my, my, my shows.
1: So. Well, but you know, <laughs> but, but so, there are some people who have, um, Spend a lot of years researching this phenomenon in Shakespeare that the vowels and the consonants um, that he uses to describe specific situations and emotions um, that his characters are going through resonate in different places of the body. So, you know, there's like this whole um, music to it, there's a musicality to it, there's a resonance that is lost if you Mm -hmm. don't speak it out loud but once you do oh that makes
0: that makes sense and then we'll talk about that the human energy system and the different aspects of it and how different parts of the body represent different things Mm -hmm. so you know if you're dealing with a issue of personal power it's it's right there in your stomach you know um, so if if you're and all the notes of the scale mm-hmm. also uh, correlate to the different parts of the energy system. Yeah, so um, and there's a whole science behind it. Now it's not you know it it is derived from the ancient wisdom of the mm-hmm. chakras mm-hmm. from the Vedic traditions of India. But um, th- the reason that that uh, uh, system has lasted for thousands of years is because it it works it has efficacy it's been seen throughout the ages Mm -hmm. for you know people millions of people worldwide it doesn't matter what your religion or race is um at all and so and that's what i'm hearing from you also when you talk about shakespeare is that um there's a uh, um, a universal language that he's communicating Mm -hmm.
1: and the iambic pentameter i don't know if, if you um Mm-hmm. Know anything about this? But but the iambic pentameter that Shakespeare writes in the rhythm that he writes in um, is mm-hmm. a uh, ten-syllable line, and um, <laughs> basically the the beat of it is da dum da dum da dum da dum da dum, which is mm-hmm. the heartbeat when you think about it. So and also uh... um, usually there's five um, heartbeats to to a breath cycle, so that means okay. he, he's actually writing. Um, in the natural rhythm of the human body as well and so again wow. on the nerdier side it becomes very interesting to kind of look at characters and when they break this meter this perfect balance of the human body and speak with you know yeah. a longer line or a shorter line and, and what that kind of does to even just the physiological system so um that, wow you know,
0: That's great. Well, I encourage listeners to, um, go find some Shakespeare. Um, I know I always have a volume with me (laughs) somewhere, somewhere in my house. No, I have one sitting right in front of me actually. Um, so go and, uh, uh, read it Mm -hmm. out loud see what happens for you now did you find can you share would you mind sharing a story of your life and something specifically that happened in a way that you used Shakespeare or like a a particular passage Mm -hmm. or a particular play or because there's a lot of Shakespeare it's not just his plays there's
1: well uh, sonnets um well my whenever I was going through a tough time even after I stopped being an actor my um my mentors um from the acting community would say you know if you're going through something difficult put it on text you know so that was something Mm -hmm. I I did for a long while I I facilitate it now I don't do it so much anymore but um but I think the, the the best example of of that really is when um when I started developing Will the TV show um oh okay yeah because I was uh I was going through a really tough time, this is more than 10 years ago now, and, um, and I'd, I'd moved to LA, I was kind of new to the city, I knew I didn't want to be an actor anymore, but I didn't know what I wanted to do, and um, okay. I was also heartbroken, um, because the man I thought I was going to spend my life with was, was becoming blatantly clear that that wasn't going to be the case, and um, mm-hmm. uh-huh. so because of this uh, advice to put it on text. I started reading the sonnets, uh, Shakespeare's poems of love, and um, oh, yeah, wow. and uh, and I was reading them a lot. I, I had this thing where I would read them once, yeah. and just let whatever kind of came out of the text hit me on a visceral level, and you know, oh wow, okay, yeah. what um, what what is this like? What is this about? And then I'd read it again, and I'd find more sense and more of like a parallel. Uh, with my life uh-huh. and I'd read it a third time and kind of see if I could put it all together in like a living, breathing experience uh, 400 years after it was written and um, wow. yeah, and, and I, the, the first thing that happened was that I really had this sense that I was he was talking directly to me and I know that's not um, mm-hmm. an experience that's reserved for me, I know everybody who has really studied the sonnets in this way in their lives, that mm-hmm. say the same thing. That you know, they read these sonnets and they're like, "He is talking directly to me," because he really talks about the wow. whole gamut of what love is. There's some romance mm-hmm. in there for sure, but there's there's a lot of other emotions, a lot of jealousy, mm-hmm. hate, desperation, you know, darkness, beauty. You know, it's all all of the human experience are really kind of encompassed in these sonnets. So, what happened over time was that not only did I allow myself to live that experience in my living room of what I was actually going through in my life, you know, but I also started to really see this arc of the sonnets. And I, it, was, it was quite interesting because I didn't really know about the sonnets, I'd worked in the plays, but um, okay. I started seeing that, that Shakespeare would, I mean, to me today... There, there's no doubt uh-huh. that the sonnets are autobiographical and they're dealing with his life experience when he was falling in love with this person and, and what kind of mm-hmm. was happening around that um, in his life. And so I saw this art and I thought, this is so interesting. Why, why hasn't anybody done this? Somebody should do a movie about this, you know? Oh, um, uh, yeah. And then not knowing what I was really doing, I um, started writing an outline or something that at first was like a short film series and then became a TV series and then, you know, um, I guess Build It and They Will Come, I ended up meeting this producer quite randomly who is now, um, or and also was at the time like a fairly well-known uh, person in the industry. And uh, I told him this idea that I had for a TV show, just not, you know, knowing that I was essentially pitching a series. And he was like, yeah, I can sell that. Let's, uh, let's find a writer. Yeah. And, um, so we, we wow. did, we found a writer, we sold it about a year later and, um, we got the one writer I wanted for the project, which was Greg Pierce. And he, um, oh, he great. took it and just like ran with it and made it into something so extraordinary. But you know, it's like one of those experiences where I think in retrospect, what I can say about it is that I didn't know what I was doing at the time. All I yeah. knew was that I was suffering and I wanted mm-hmm. to read the sonnets mm-hmm. because that was the only thing that made me right. feel alive. It was the only thing that made me feel like I had permission and that, you know, I could be who I was for those like, you know, mm. fifteen minutes, twenty five minutes a day that I was reading the sonnets, you know. And and I think wow. there's something about that where, you know, if you really have the courage to just live your experience, whatever it may be for as long as it takes Mm -hmm. and really like live that question of I don't know what to do, but this appears to be what I'm doing right now. That's the only thing that feels true, you know. Then something will come of it. There there will be like a process of alchemy, which you will Mm -hmm. recognize years and years later, you know, and I think if you can really kind of do that on a regular basis in your life, then you you can't Mm -hmm. help but being led to
0: wherever it is you need to go you know yeah wow oh, that's yeah. a really wonderful way to put it so um yeah so many <laughs> things come to mind as you're talking it's just like ah which way do i go next <laughs> 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 um it's like this is a great conversation yeah, um um just you know because i'm thinking you know if if you are heartbroken and then you go to read the sonnets you know it's almost like um uh you would think you would want to stay away from things that have to do with love, mm-hmm. but it seems to me that because of the way that he writes, because of the rhythm to it and the the musicality behind it mm-hmm. and all of that, that it, it hasn't you know a different layer and different level of healing than yeah. um, yeah. that just you know I'm just reading this thing out loud. you know it's 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 like a really powerful mm-hmm. tool. For healing, so now I'm like, wow! I'm gonna, I'm gonna be doing this now. (laughs) You've got a convert. I mean, and I have, you know, actually, I had an experience at your house um, because uh, for listeners, Louisa has uh, friends come over and do readings of Shakespeare plays in the house and all of that. And and I had a really powerful experience. I don't want to go too much into it, but um, it was completely reflecting my life right back to wow. me right in the middle of what was happening and it was a really hard thing to go through but it helped me to really get down to um, the hardest part about it and to be able to express it yeah. so um, I I didn't even I didn't even really know and I'm not even noticing until right now that that really helped yeah. me get down to this heartbreak that yeah. I was That's going amazing. through. Yeah, so, um, and that was a Midsummer Night's Dream helped that wow. happen. Right. Wow, <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that was really powerful. Um, so uh, the, there's something else that you do that I find um, very, like a beautiful service and very uh, fascinating as to how it came about. Um, you also teach uh, mm-hmm. veterans, mm-hmm. Shakespeare. I do, yeah. Um, and there's a wonderful story behind how that even started in the first place. We, we, could you share that with people and a little bit about what yeah, you do there? Yeah. Um,
1: well, I was, I was on a panel with um, a woman who uh, happened to to know this guy who was just starting a, a Shakespeare company for veterans. Um, he, uh, his name is Chris Libero. The company's called Warriors for Peace Theater. And um, he served in Iraq, came back with Mm -hmm. horrific PTSD. Uh, He shares the story very clearly, so I'm sure he won't mind that I um, tell it for him. Um, And he Mm -hmm. uh, was about to become a statistic, a a -a 22-a-day statistic, and um, thankfully was able to pull himself out of that and uh, remember that he had always really felt um, comfort and and healing and, and, um, and acting and, and Shakespeare. He wasn't an actor at the time. And then mm-hmm. uh, he sort of went back to it and, and started looking at Shakespeare's plays and realized that, that, in the same way that I really did in my own way, that there were so many answers to the mind here and there was so much... Um, there, there was just a mirror there that, that could really help you not only see yourself but also help you to express your experience in, in a way that you might not mm-hmm. be able to in your own words and also that you know shakespeare really because it's so vast it can really hold that kind of experience that you mm-hmm. have when you fight in war abroad um so he has wow. started this company i had mm-hmm. um a couple of weeks before i had watched um this documentary it was a documentary short, I think it won the Oscars a couple of years ago, and um, it was about the 22-a-day um, statistic and about the suicide hotline that um, the veterans mm-hmm. call in when, whenever they, they want to take their own lives. And I was so wow. moved by this um, documentary that I just uh, mm-hmm. kind of put out to the universe, I want to work in this community. I don't know how, but I want to work in this
0: community. and and,
1: um and I'd also really been wanting to get back into teaching Shakespeare and wasn't quite sure how to you know do that now because I hadn't done it for a couple years and and then you know kind of came together a couple of weeks later in 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 in, uh, Chris's (laughs) company and we've been doing we've been working together now for I think about maybe actually more than a year a year and a half and um, oh, I teach workshops for the veterans. I, I monologue coach and um, and yeah, and kind of help out with uh, whatever the actors need in order to be able to kind of get to get mm-hmm. to the role, you know. So
0: okay, yeah. so do you find that when you're in the experience of teaching them Shakespeare, um, that things come mm-hmm. up for them around their experiences and Absolutely. more?
1: Absolutely, I I ask them. Um, Right off the bat, uh, what is uh, why why they pick that monologue? And sometimes I, you know, if they don't know, I say, well, why why do you think the monologue picked you? Why what is it that only you can express through through these words? And so we have a very um, honest, wow. sometimes quite intense conversation about uh, what they've been through and um, and and what they need, and then mm-hmm. we we bring that onto the words and, um, again, this process of alchemy really happens where their inner world, um, married to the words of William Shakespeare become this whole other thing and it's so alive, you know?
0: So. Wow, that's really powerful and how transformative Mm -hmm. that Shakespeare saved this man's life. Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, And, Yeah, and now he's helping to save Mm -hmm. other people's lives, and so are you, and another thing I've got to point out, it's one of the things I talk about so often um, in health and wellness and healing, is that when you make a decision to do something, Mm -hmm. you know, when your decision was, you saw this documentary, you were very moved, you said, you know, I want to do something to contribute here, you put that out, you just, you just said, okay, I want to do this, and all the people show up for you. <laughs> Everything shows up for you because, first of all, you're you're getting that little whisper, intuitive whisper. It, it was probably much louder than a whisper for you. Um, <laughs> that, oh my gosh, I have to do something. I have to do something about this. Um, and then all the people, all the experiences everything that you need comes your way and this happens in healing when you make that decision that I'm going to heal this thing, this this autoimmune I have um, when I, all the different diseases I had from fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome and mixed connective tissue yeah. disease and IBS and ulcers, all of them, I just went okay no yeah. I'm not letting this ruin my life I'm, I'm going to heal it and so I set out to do that and 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 now you know I get to help other people do it. It's it's incredibly rewarding when you get to share the thing that's in your yeah, heart. Absolutely. You know,
1: absolutely. And I think you're right. It really is just about making up your mind. I'm making up yeah. my mind right now, and I have no idea how it's going to come about. But I'm going to do it. You know, That well, really yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, that's everything.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, I want to lose five pounds. Okay, got to make money no, first. Exactly. You can't just you can't just kind of go like, yeah, I think I'll just eat well today. Yeah. You know what I mean? You really have to commit to whatever the yes, thing is. Exactly. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a great example that um, I think listeners will be able to really apply to their mm-hmm. lives, um, and I hope too that they uh, will. Uh, start reading some Shakespeare out loud (laughs) Um, (laughs) I know I'm going to I mean it's just it makes sense now um in a way that it hadn't before um and I I was an English major and I actually got an A plus in Shakespeare (laughs) (laughs) yeah I was shocked because I went into it thinking thinking honestly I went into it thinking I wasn't smart enough
1: which was but it doesn't have anything to do with that you know I've seen mm, yeah. um, at Shakespeare and Company where I trained. I've seen kids that were um, like at-risk youth, who mm-hmm. had—I mean, some of them were had already been in juvie and all this stuff—and they come out and you give them a Shakespeare, and they speak it on stage. And you think mm. that's exactly that—that's it. Like this is this is how it was supposed to be spoken you know it's it's really interesting it's really for everybody you know and i think again that's one of the things that's often overlooked is you think because shakespeare now is a little bit um maybe an elitist or an intellectual thing
0: yeah yeah
1: that it was always like that but he wrote for the masses he wrote for you know he wrote for Mm. the robes and beggars and you know he wrote for everybody so
0: Mm, that makes sense mm-hmm. too yeah because he did have every level yeah. of socio and economic oh, did, <laughs> status <did>. and yeah. <laughs> yeah and he explored so many different themes I mean I I've always thought of him as a, just a master of psychology mm-hmm. absolutely yeah absolutely just really got the human mm-hmm. experience and it's it's so fascinating to me how 400 years later it's still yeah. his work is still so powerful mm-hmm. that it's you know, it's being performed somewhere every day.
1: <laughs> it, it is. I know. I know. I talk a lot about when um, when I teach, and my my classes are really um, kind of founded on on this principle too. That um, any great work of art resonates on on three different levels, which is um, mm-hmm. the first one is the personal. So you know, what's my personal connection to this? How does it resonate for the viewer on a personal level? The second mm-hmm. level is the cultural. So, you know, there's some kind of strand in the culture that this ties into right now. We talk a lot about how um, our time right now feels like Macbeth or Lear or Coriolanus, mm-hmm. you know. And, and then there's right. the, the third um, level, which is the archetypal level or the universal level. You know, this thing that is bigger than mm-hmm. us, but in us. And, um, mm-hmm. and I really think that that Shakespeare in particular touches on all of these three levels. So,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, most definitely. So, wow, you're doing some awesome work in the world. <laughs> yeah, really beautiful. It it's it's a a mode of self-expression that I think most people don't really think about accessing. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And um and I and I think too, I, I've been fortunate to to have a lot of people who don't um, like in the veterans community for example I get a lot of actors who may not already have a connection with Shakespeare, and um, mm-hmm. sometimes that's a plus because you don't feel like you have to be good and you don't feel like mm-hmm. you have to project this idea that you know what you're talking about I think that mm. can really get in your way I think uh, Joseph Campbell said that that dancers should um, always paint because And painters Mm. should dance because it's like you're you're freer in the art form that you aren't
0: really trained in, in in an interesting way, you know. Oh, that's true. It's a lot less of the um, self deprecation that you do when you're, you know. know, I know for me, like when I was a celebrity chef, Mm. you know, every time I would make a particular dish, you know, I would rate it, Mm, you know. It's, oh, it's not better today, and oh, I feel bad, you know, it's like, and I would go home and still be in my head, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, like oh. I hope they didn't notice, and then I would get a phone call from, from somebody saying, hey, it was amazing, thank you so much, I loved it, you know, and I'd be like, oh, thank God, you know, it's that thing, you know, where you're hardest on yourself, and the thing that you are most passionate mm-hmm. about or you're, exactly. you know, you've yep. gained a level of creative expertise mm-hmm. in, so... <laughs> yeah so wow that's all of this is great um uh, do you have any um anything that you would uh any tips you would give to listeners or things that they could do if they' they're feeling moved to, to use Shakespeare as a mode to help them heal
1: yeah um well, first of all, read it aloud um and uh and 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 take time with it and just kind of play around with it. The better, the the, the more you can get up on your feet and just, uh, you know, or read it while you're in the bath or while you're on a walk or something like that to just kind of make it come alive Mm -hmm. in the body. I think that's, that's always the first step. You know, I take the text for a walk in my classes and, you know, so. Um, That's a good idea. So I would do that and, and and as with with everything, really train that muscle of 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 bringing the whole self to whatever it is you're engaging in, whether it be Shakespeare or writing or meditating or you know or even a conversation you know to really train that muscle to of of bringing your whole self to whatever it is that you're doing I think that's that's um that in and of itself is um at the risk of becoming a lost art, and we can't mm-hmm. let that happen mm-hmm. because that's the deepest part of our humanity. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, and yeah. I would I would um, encourage everybody who is struggling with with the current climate that we're in, mm-hmm. um, politically, yeah. socially, all of those things. I would encourage people to read uh, the play *The Winter's Tale* because I oh, really okay. think that is um, a play for our time in that it points the way it, it addresses the issues that we are dealing with at the moment uh, culturally and universally and probably also personally but mm-hmm, it also mm-hmm. takes it beyond the current circumstance into this realm of, of, of where I believe we need to go <laughs> um, in order mm-hmm, to, okay. uh, to you know, become whole as human beings. And, and listen to the deeper parts of mm-hmm. ourselves. Okay. So um, I'm not going to give it away, but I would say, okay. <laughs> we need
0: help re- no, that yourself. sounds good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I mean, there's always a transformation in his yeah. plays. Uh-huh. And then um, in transformation and peace and these things that we desire to have in our mm-hmm. world, they start with each individual yeah. who's willing to go down inside and, and make those shifts and changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to get to that peaceful place because we all have access to it we can all get there yeah Mm yeah. so yeah so oh my gosh thank you so much I so love this conversation and adore you and the work that you're doing Um, and uh, is there I didn't even think about this but is there any uh, way that people can get in touch with you or, or get involved in um the world of Shakespeare yeah absolutely
1: Um, Um, the best thing to do would be to email me directly um, at louisrossinger at gmail.com and um, and also if you want to uh, get in touch with Chris his uh, website is warriorsforpeacetheater.org, theater with an r-e so spelled in the british way warriorsforpeacetheater.org. Um, and you can get in touch with me directly anytime, and uh, and I'll send you newsletters of the classes that I'm teaching and the, um, you know, coaching sessions that I do and, and any of that. So, um, and take a look at my website, too, uh, louiserossiker.com.
0: Oh, okay, great. So, mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay, so it's Louise Rossiker, so it's L-O-U-I-S-E R O S A G E R, who friends always call her Luisa because she's yes. from Denmark, <laughs> and that's how you say it there. <laughs> yeah, that's such a pretty name. I really like it. So, um, Warriors for Peace Theater org is that right? Okay, I want to make sure I got mm-hmm. that right. Um, if they want to get involved in um, uh, Shakespeare uh, for our wounded warriors mm-hmm. and uh, and helping to heal them with um, all of the brilliance of this psychological master and um, master of rhythm and uh, energy and <laughs> <Yes>. healing. You <laughs> knew? Louisa I knew? knew. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, that's how uh, those of us that teach end up always finding out the hardest yes, ways.
1: Then you have the right. capacity for other people. <laughs> so true. Yep. We can hold the space mm-hmm. you, please. Fine. So,
0: thank you again thank so, you so much so for much. being on.
1: so enjoyed being on and uh, it's just always great to talk to you. <laughs>
0: yeah you too you're welcome and thank you listeners so much for listening to the show and uh, please leave a, uh, a comment or a review for us on iTunes uh, it really helps uh, get more people to listen um, uh, please share this with as many people as you think may benefit from it and I think a lot of people would will do will there we go will <laughs> um, and uh Um, Again, thank you for listening to uh, our show, and we really hope that it can help you get well now. For more information, go to meghayworth.com to sign up for our email list, get your free copy of 5 Anti-Inflammatory On-The-Go Lunch Recipes, and access to our private Facebook community. Thank you so much for listening.